Tea Pop, Season 8, Episode 4. Hello and welcome to Tea Pop, the mini podcast for busy teachers. My name is Laura and joining me today to talk about organising learning events is Abigail Fulbrook. Abigail has lots of experience in this field. She is the founder of online events such as Learn English Together and Momentum, a work-along summit for English language teachers. In this episode, we'll talk about what inspired Abigail to start organising such events as part of a business model, what they involve and tips on how we can take part. Now, if you're interested in the Work Along Summit, it's coming up this March and I'll be one of the guest speakers talking about podcasting. To get your ticket and to see the full range of sessions that are available, check out the show notes for full details. On the topic of podcasting as well, if you're ready to start podcasting to grow your community, then my Podcast Pathfinder program is now open for enrollment this February. On this program, I will guide you in planning and recording your first podcast mini-series. Again, all those details are in the show notes so you can find out more. Now let's join Abigail where I asked her what type of events she organises and what they involve. Organising different events online for learners and for teachers over the past year and a a half. Um, The first one I started out was an online summit for English learners and I wanted to do it because um, I don't think there was nothing else out there for learners. I can think of loads of conferences for teachers and events where teachers talk to other teachers but there didn't seem to be anything for teachers to talk to learners. You know, and what's the point of everything we do if we're not actually talking to the learners who want to hear from us? So I organized um, Learn English Together for teachers to speak to learners and and answer that question, how do I get fluent in English? And that's how it all started. And I really enjoyed doing that. So I thought, yeah, maybe I can do this, try other things. And then I organized two more events for teachers. So that was more... uh, teachers who want to start their own businesses, who want to um, build something of their own uh, online or offline, but do it themselves and to help people, uh, you know, think that it's not impossible to start your own teaching business, that it can be done. And how long ago did you start this? So the first Learn English Together was June 2022. Uh, yeah, we had about uh, 800 people or so attend that. And yeah, it's been pretty consistent, about 800 people each time coming to the events. Um, they're all online and they're all free to attend. So I, I want to open it as you know, to as many people as possible. And at these events, Abby's, do you have different people facilitating different sessions? So it's not just... Um, the pressure's on you to run all the sessions. You have a variety of workshops. I've seen work along mentioned as well, obviously, in the introduction. Is that like a workshop? I realise I've asked two questions in one there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Learner Summit I did as pre-recorded uh, sessions. So the teachers recorded something. It was very you know short and actionable and learners could listen to that. And then the Work Along Summit, was a bit different. I wanted to do something a bit different and help teachers to actually do something 
while they're at the com- at the summit. So not, you know, it can be a bit passive when you're at these kind of events. You receive a lot of information and that's great. But I wanted to make it more like you get the information, but then you actually do something about it. Um, so we had uh, sort of workshops and we had um, work along sessions as well, co-working sessions. Um, so that was the idea. Yeah, actually do do something as you're watching the summit. As you mentioned, um, your events continue to attract a growing number of attendees with 800, over 800 attendees at the most recent event. What would you say are some of the benefits for attendees of these online events, whether they're teachers or learners even? Yeah, so um, what I want to do is offer uh, the participants a little taster of different teachers or or teacher trainers um, so they can expand their horizons, really. Uh, For the Learners Conference, I find it's people who... Uh, love learning English, but have maybe got into a a bit of a a rut, got sort of bored with their learning. They don't know what to do next. So they can come along, see some different teachers, get some different ideas about what to do next with their English. And then hopefully they're going to follow those teachers on social media and hopefully sign up for their classes later on. So it's, it's kind of like a uh, a dating service. <laughs> uh, yeah, just little samples. And then, and then for the teachers conferences, it's, um, I've, as a, as an online teacher myself, it's can be a very lonely business and you don't have that, you know, staff room. So I wanted to bring teachers together, uh, and help them to take action, you know, and say, you're not alone in this. And everyone's got these same kind of problems and ideas and places where they get stuck and you know these these teacher trainers these coaches can help you um, and take action you mentioned with these events which involve a huge amount of work for yourself and those who um, deliver uh, workshops they are, they remain free and I wondered if you could just um, elaborate on what your decision was to keep these free for both learners and the teachers for for these different events yeah um definitely it's uh, i want to keep doing free events um because i want to reach as many people as i can um and actually you get uh, a limited limited time to access these things for free um that that helps people take action and actually watch the things yeah, we have this disparity in the english teaching world of the 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 teachers come from countries that are more expensive to live in. The learners are in countries where cost of living is not so high and in general, generally speaking. Um, so I want to be able to have this access, free access for people and for teachers as well. Um, you know, it's helping me uh, to position me as a, a, a authority, as an organiser in the TESOL world, which is good for me um, and long-term goals. Um, but yeah, the, the aim for me is to uh, connect. That's, that's my whole reason uh, for everything is to connect the learners and the teachers, to get the teachers into positions where they're actually making money so they can afford to do more training 
uh, with me or with other teachers and trainers and coaches. It's the same as podcasting almost like, cause people ask me about this podcast, like, why is this free? Are you making any money from it? But instead of doing paid marketing and ads, this is my marketing. This is my portfolio, basically, that people are able to see what I can do, my media experience, which otherwise was locked away when I used to work in a corporate career. It's it's kind of important that you have these opportunities to connect and meet people. And the fact that you do it online means that you expand your reach and access for those who want to attend too. Yeah, exactly. And that's why I think the the speakers want to attend as well, because they, they can reach a whole new audience with not not that much effort. It's, it's uh, often they're speaking about things that they're passionate about already. Um, they get the chance to, you know, speak to an audience for 20 minutes and give away their freebies and get social media contacts. So it's great for the speakers um, to raise their profile as well. And then they can say, I've spoken at this event, etc. as well. As a parting gift, do you have any tips that you'd like to give listeners today, whether they're thinking of, you know, getting involved as a participant, a speaker, or even an organizer, just to kind of get them uh, taking action after today's episode? Mm, Yeah. So if you're interested in speaking, I would say go for it. Um, If you see people organizing conferences, uh, summits, events, um, you know, message them and say, I'd love to be involved, but give them something very specific that you want to talk about. Um, I have, have a lot of messages saying, I'd like to talk at your conference. And I say, about what? And they go, I don't know. <laughs> so, <laughs> have an idea of what you can say, you know, something that you are passionate about, um, what you can say to people. Um, but even if you, you'd not into being a speaker at the moment it's great to be a cheerleader and support events by telling your people telling your audience you know just telling your students um this this event's happening at the moment it's free why don't you go along um makes you look like you're a connected person in the TESOL world um and it's great for me as an organizer as well it's a win-win isn't it absolutely yeah Thank you so much, Abby, for sharing your experience and tips today about online events. Where can listeners find out more if they're wanting to attend an event? I know you have one coming up soon. Yes. So in March uh, 2024, we'll have the next edition of Momentum, the Work Along Summit for Language Teachers. And all the information and everything I do is on my website, which is englishwithabigail.com. Super. And the link to that is going to be in the show notes as usual, so you can find that easily. Thank you so much for your time today, Abby. It's been lovely talking to you. And you. Thank you. If you have a question that you'd like us to answer or an idea that you'd like to pitch for an episode of TESOL Pop, then you can contact us via Instagram, Facebook, or the website, tesolpop.com. Finally, you can support the work we do at TESOL Pop by leaving a rating and review wherever you listen to the podcast, by sharing today's episode with your community, or by even buying us a coffee at ko forward slash TESOL Pop. <laughs>